sent to Earth from the darkest depths of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GK and F. Stand by for live broadcast. Good day, interweb. Welcome to GKNF episode number two zero. Yes. Eye of Newt, Toe of Frog. <laughs> and we're dropping this on Friday the 25th of August. Four hours after Tay-Tay just dropped a new single, ripping shreds off Kanye West and <laughs> Katy Perry. Ah. And, and that's our special uh, gossip section brought to you by So Fresh. <laughs> And Woman's Day. The feud continues. The feud continues. And always, F, Dude. we're back. We're back. We're, we're Sans guests today. Yeah, we, we're back, just the duo. And it's good. I've been looking forward to having a bit of a chat with you and um, finishing off the week and, and seeing what's in your head. Yeah, because not many people probably know that listens to us. We've got a rule where we only talk when we're on podcast or about previous podcasts, so it's nice to actually be able to have just a chat. Yeah, it's good. Instead of talking in this like, sign language to try and communicate. Just don't want to waste any good material that we potentially may have on just a regular conversation on the phone. First of all, we might even just do a bit of a shout-out. We've had a big spike in listeners, so welcome again, new new listeners. Um, and don't forget to check us out on Twitter at GKANDF, GKNDF. And Facebook, Facebook is Working Title. Working, Working title. title, and for those new listeners, the way you're supposed to listen to this show is, uh, if you're not from an earlier thing, we say fact check us a lot. Now, you might think that just means the sentence just before we said fact check. No, what it actually means, every sentence, you're supposed to have a thesaurus, the Oxford Dictionary, and like Bing, Yahoo, or some other search engine, Google, they'll probably blow up one day, so maybe start using them. Every time we do a sentence, hit pause, fact check that sentence, if it's correct, Play and proceed. If it's wrong, go onto one of those social GKF media platforms or working title. Tell us the actual fact and then go. Now this will this will probably take a one hour podcast out to a week, which is perfect because a new episode will probably drop. You roll straight into that, and your life is then consumed by GKF working title. I, th- I think that's how we planned it. That's wasn't exact- it? Yeah, that's exactly what we planned for. But hey, hey, dude, it's episode twenty. So I've always thought, like you know, when we get to episode twenty, we, we should start sharing this. Because remember when we started, we were talking about how let's do something new and let's let people listen to us learn. Like, what? what's the new insight you've had after 20 episodes? After 20, we've put it, well, we've got, uh, obviously, we're putting content out. That's what we want to do. But what we've learned is we're trying to, and we're still learning and we still are, yeah. the, the balance of uh, not being, we want long-form conversation, not an interview. So we're still getting our way through those guests and trying not to be too much of an interview style, more just a chat. Yeah. I, lo- I love the free-form chat. Yeah. But that's why even when I listen back, one thing I, I think like what I'm trying to work on is I always say, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, you fill in the blanks um, for what 
whatever you're not understanding about what I'm saying, because <laughs> when I say you know what I mean, that's the equivalent of fact check. Yeah, and what, that's what this whole podcast is based on. Yeah, yeah you so- do you doing everything for us, <laughs> and then coming back to us and going, "This is great," because it's all in your head, listeners. Yeah, so if you hear me say you know what I mean, you can you can also tweet that out. <laughs> well, I think yeah, obviously sound quality is something we've improved. We've improved the little tweaky sort of style of stuff. We've had some cool people on, which has been. Yes. Which has been awesome. And uh, and it's good getting feedback um, from people listening to, you know, listening to Muzz last week. Like, mm. Muzz in action. And li- listening to what Muzz is doing with his life, with his partner. Watching him in action commentating. Mm. Like, that was rad. It's, it's good to watch someone in their own, I guess, their art own craft. Yeah, their own craft. Their own craft. They're passionate about. Yeah. I did. I've, this what I did uh, today. You know how you go to the shops or the airport or anything where you've got to go past security. Yes. Just in general. But you automatically then become Osama Bin Laden yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you become the you the most guiltiest like looking person in the world. Just yeah. like, I'm like, I'm not carrying a bomb, I swear. <laughs> like, See, I, I've got that, but it's on the other end of the spectrum. Is if I've got a lottery ticket, not that I, you can do it on your phone now, but I used to go in to check my lottery ticket and there was this part of me going, oh, I think this is it. This is this is exciting. And I felt like I was on an actual game show. And then they'll check the ticket. And then it goes, no, no, no. And then I feel like I got the consolation prize. They're like, well, thank you for playing. Um, better luck next time. I was like, well, thank you. We'll be back next week. Thank you. So today, that uh, inst- I did a reverse one of those. I was in JB Hi-Fi checking some stuff out while I was waiting for to meet my uh, kids for lunch and stuff. And I walk past the security guard, but for some, there's this something in my head where I go, I'm going to make myself look so, <laughs> so, I uh, like a criminal or something. I don't know, cause, cause suspicious. I'm yeah. going to make myself look real suspicious. Did you have that horizontal black and white striped shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> and as I walked past the security guard for some reason, and the security guard goes, ah, have a good one, mate. And so it didn't work, but I, so I just like put my head down and ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after he says, have a go on, mate, you just piss bowled out of there. <laughs> we'll go in, and then I walked out going, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know what game I was playing in my head, but normally it's, I, I can't walk through the airport without going, oh, my God, like, I look so suspicious. No wonder I'm getting pulled over on the top 30 and if we swab you for any gun residue or whatever the hell they're doing out there. Yeah, no, it's like the, the inner monologues, like, kind of narrating, oh, shit, here we go, here we go. You're not a terrorist. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't know. If my inner monologue was going today while I was doing that in the shop, it was Morgan Freeman going, where's my career fucking gone to? Oh, I'm doing the monologue voice over this bonehead doing this stupid stuff. But I was in there. I looked at, uh, there was this friggin', um, there's that, what's that, uh, like Google, the Google Home or Google? Yeah, Google Earth? Home. Yeah. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, not to. I don't. I don't know nothing about it. What is it? What? Well, teach me. Teach me, Father. <laughs> teach me. What is it? Google Home. It's what is it? Uh, what are they called? The um, assistants, artificial assistants, something along those lines. There you go, for listeners. There's your first fact check. Um, but but what it is, it's using like for example, on the Apple, you've got Siri, you know, who's uh, your, your assistant. Um, but in Google's like okay, Google, and it's a way to you know if you want to activate it, you've it's voice activated. So is that it'll look like something that sits in the room in my lounge room, yeah. and I go okay, Google, 
turn the lights on or is it going to be more okay google search something in google yeah so yeah there is there is that um option it's the same with apple home so that's the um affordances of 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 that technology where you can say you know okay google turn the lights off or oh uh, well, you know hey siri um because you know apple are making they're, they're making an equivalent one and, yeah and you know apple like uh, obviously they're, they're gonna one-upsmanship well that's what it is they consider themselves the boutique kind of mm. um you know platform well have they do you reckon apple's gone away from being you know like that's like Apple when it first started, that was a hipster brand. Like we're not, we're not Mac or Windows or yeah. no, we're not Mac. We are Mac. <laughs> <laughs> we're so not Mac. We're, we're so Mac. We're that's, not Mac. That's like the definition of hipster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so underground they don't believe in themselves. <laughs> uh, so they're they're not that. So but now they're the they're the machine now. Apple's the machine. So do you reckon that's why people are going? Oh, I'm going Samsung now. That's like weird. stuff stuff Apple, but. but like when they first started, before it was like everything had to be Apple and they were controlling yeah. you. That was like I'm friggin' hipster. I've got an Apple, yeah, and that- a, and a twirly moustache. <laughs> That's um. I mean, when you got the two platforms, you talk about one-upsmanship. Mm. Like that's so important to have these two big tech giants one-upping each other because it's improving. Oh, the technology! It's is like amazing. an arms race. Oh, it's like time. like North Korea and South Korea back in the day. I imagine they had a great arms race. Yeah, it's, I'm Arnold sure. Schwarzenegger and the other wrestling. guy, yeah. the other guy on Predator. Yeah, but that but that's what it is because of that. Um, because of that sweet sweet capitalism. <laughs> that's um, you know we've got such amazing technology, but you got to pay for it because that's what Apple's doing. They're creating their own um, Apple Home. I think it's something along those lines. And it's the same thing, but can do some more cool yes. stuff. Probably works better with their platform. And the the speakers are you know I guess promoted as being you know superior to the the Google version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so but if it just is it just what it's doing in. If I don't set my house up through it, basically going, this is so you don't have to actually type your search in. Yeah, I like, mean this this technology is still, I mean, at its infancy, I in guess. Its infancy, really, yeah. So it's um it's going to continue to develop to, to develop. But I'll tell you what, dude. Like in in twenty years, we're going to be talking about. Remember when you used to use your hands to turn the lights on? It's it's that. It's, it's that scene from Back to the Future, you know, where Marty's in the eighties cafe in the future, and he and he goes, "Hey, you know, what is this big big bill? That shooting game?" The kids are like, "You got to use your hands. It's a baby's toy." That's it's, it's going to be a bit like that. It's like that. There's that movie, and I know The Simpsons did a like a like a parody of it, I guess, where the home it was like the smart home, and then the smart home turns on the people inside the home and locks <laughs> yeah. them in and. So that's that's what's going to happen. It's like it's a Skynet. Skynet's coming for everyone, and this is how it's starting with Google Earth or Google Play, whatever it's called, and yeah, the other one. Yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty cool because that's where you know you, there's this big debate about metadata and making that available because it, it uses that metadata to kind of customize your living in your house. So when you when you walk into your house, it will pick up that you know Geordie's had you know five um, calendar. Um, I guess events today he's pretty tired when he's tired he likes to listen to this kind of music and based on as what it does is continually pick up your movements your that metadata to so what it's you do know, and learns know me and yeah. what I want at so that time they're talking about it it's it will become so advanced that it'll be able to predict what you want for dinner that night oh, based just- on your day and then based based on that day it's like I've been tired so lower the lights play more classical music you know what I mean? So That's pretty cool, but I don't even know what I want for dinner heaps of the times. Do you, uh, do you not have that conversation every night? What do you want for dinner? I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Dude. What do you want? I don't know. If Google knows me better than me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. But yeah, dude. What about? Um, did you see? Um, I wanted to talk to you about the um, the solar eclipse. Did you see any of? Uh, in, was it and was it just in the states? Did it? Yeah, didn't come over the southern hemisphere. So I think I'm it, guessing because yeah. I saw a lot of stuff on um, uh, on social media and stuff of Donald Trump looking up directly at a solar eclipse, <laughs> which I'm sure you learn in like year three. Yeah. Um, and stuff in America because when you look at it, you're supposed to wear this protective um, eye, eyewear because yeah, because yeah, the, there's the light's so strong. But it shows, shows Donald Trump looking up, and it's like, what are people getting so angry about? That's what everyone does. Was it a full <laughs> solar eclipse of the sun? Full solar eclipse. So that means the during the middle of the day, what the moon passes over the sun at the same time, and yeah. then it directly there's a shadow cause. So does it plunge? The world into total darkness of the, the North America in yeah. this instance. So, based on the line of latitude and and the timing of when the moon passes over the sun, that's where where you'll be able to see it. So it's like, um, and I was this is amazing. Like I'd love to see that. And so I went online and, and I found a video. So I think NASA had a, a live stream of it. Went for fourteen hours and um, go to the comments and someone said go to hours, um, seventh hour and 42 minutes just Trust the clips. Yeah. <laughs> so so I went to it and I was watching you can hear people in the background just you know it would have been a, an amazing moment but, but because I was watching on YouTube you know it's had millions of views but still there was like 5,000 people who didn't like it it's like what, what, what? this is shit <laughs> <laughs> shittest solar eclipse <laughs> ever the lunar eclipse is way better <laughs> Like it. How, what yeah. do they expect? How amazing is it? And you still don't like it. You're so unhappy. How how often does a solar eclipse occur? Did you well, find there, that in the comments? Well, there's a couple of different kind of uh, solar eclipses, a- but they're talking about the next one that's probably going to pop up in another eighty or to hundred years. Oh, so those poor fact f- check number two, listeners. <laughs> those poor fools that didn't like it. Oh, well, they don't have to experience that again, so well, good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to suffer through another solar eclipse, <laughs> which how long does it last for? Two minutes. Oh, dude. Yeah, I just, just kind of grew so tiresome. And then, you know, I think I think we spoke about it before, like, um, you know, the whole... The trolling <laughs> having industry? Having Web 2.0, which is the way that people can interact back and forth, but it's just laid a platform for whinges. It's like, oh, it's, a, it's so, I'm so, I'm tired of whinges. Professional trolls. But oh, that's my favorite thing on social media is I'll watch a video, which I know is going to cause some sort of friction or even something that's not, just to read the comments to see someone that's got a bonehead point of view and that starts, that's better than the actual video or the comment. <laughs> yeah. And read all the back and forth with that and the hate that they're spitting, oh, all, the, all, the, all the just uneducated opinions. Yeah, there are some savages out there. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone's allowed to have an opinion. But if it's not an educated opinion, you're a dickhead. Yeah. The- or, or if your opinion's not um, grammatically correct, you're... <laughs> oh, yeah. If your opinion's not grammatically, grammatically correct, which I can't even speak grammatically correct, <laughs> uh, you are fucking fried on that. If you do misspell a word, your yeah. argument could be... The Wrong be- there, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> your argument could be perfect, though. Yeah. And then as soon as you've misspelled or you've, you've used a comma instead of a semicolon, yeah. which who the fuck knows what the hell is? <laughs> Semicolons for anyway. It'd be like you're it, fucked. It'd be like if you know what was it the first testament they go up to Mount Sinai for the Ten Commandments, but they come down spelled incorrectly. They go bullshit. <laughs> well, 
It was spelt with no writing on it, really, wasn't it? Because it doesn't exist. God's an idiot. <laughs> See, but you talk about like hate, and it's especially um, like uh, you know the whole gay marriage debate that's going on right now. Jeez, doesn't that bring out some? Oh, brings out some. Brings the trolls out of the caves, doesn't it? I think there's professional trolls that are just going for a rise, and they they probably have a little group, and they sit around going. Let's see how much people can, we can get a bite out of what we're saying because they think it's fun. It's a sport. But then yeah. there's those other bigoted idiots oh, that yeah. look. Uh, they've gotten their their opinion, but what's it based on? I, I don't understand. I, I think it's a it's an absolute waste of money. The vote because it doesn't even have to be passed in parliament. So you they could get an over the plebiscite could be an overwhelming vote of yes. Allow um, gay marriage. Who gives a fucking shit if you don't want to marry another guy or another girl? If you're from that sex, don't do it. It's not affecting you. Mm. But then the parliament have to go. Oh, I heard what they said, but uh, we're not going to really put it through. So it's a waste of money on that thing. Dude, but then everyone going having to spit going whatever. Like if they want to talk, if they want to throw religion at it first, or they want to say, well, uh, marriage is between a husband and wife. Why? Why is it? Why? Mm. Why is it? Why is that the way? Because oh, that's what someone wrote down once. Who gives a fuck? We'll change it. You change everything else. You're happy mm-hmm. to change every other little mistake in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, you know, but you can't change some, what some someone wrote what was normal back then. Yeah, but it's it's boresome that the the conversation still has to be had. That but I just think, like you see some of the comments. Um, you know, some people will talk about, you know, mm. go talk about the religious, um, I guess, beliefs mm. and how, you know, and what people like to do is kind of um, marginalize areas of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, God said this and then someone will say, but God also said that. Yeah, because you, know, you can get is- the yin and yang from everything he said. Can't yeah. you? You, could, you could say God said marriage is for Adam and Eve, but then in Leviticus 59697.123, yeah. uh, that's the AFL score. Uh <laughs> Sydney versus Tigers. Yeah, first uh, quarter. <laughs> first quarter. One, one, two to Lloyd. Um, and that one, uh, you know, Cain sucked off Abel. But, yeah. you know. It, well, it, it's, so they're finding some, I'm sure that part isn't in the Bible. But if you want to spend the rest of uh, the next couple of weeks trying to fact check that, don't worry about that bit. That Really doesn't say that in the Bible. <laughs> you don't have to fact check that. That was just look. You uh, that spitting was, truth right now. <laughs> that was a that was some poetic license. I saw this video of a lady say talking about you know which was opposing gay marriage mm-hmm. and, and said um she, she was talking about you know let's apply some critical thinking. Yes. Um and she was talking about how you know when she was at university there was this professor who come out and started talking about you know um, traditionally um, when these laws are introduced it, it doesn't stop there it continues. Um, so the, her argument is... Uh, Where's pro- it going to scale to? Yeah, well, she said, you know, this professor said, if we change this law, um, you know, there's there's a chance that, you know, people want to introduce... Um, oh, what's it called? Um, pedophilia. Um, laws oh, that's to, the step. That's the next logical that's step ne- in yeah. her brain? Well, that's what the professor said. Okay. So when she talks, she's been talking about critical thinking. Yeah, okay. yeah she's parroting someone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't say that. But but then it was also um, bringing in polygamy. And, you know, mm-hmm. if we're going to broaden the terms of marriage, where does it end? And it's like, I just I just find people want to bring bring about this rhetoric, this way of persuading people. And, and you, you can persuade people like three main ways, right? You can mm-hmm. 
and what it, I think is a it's got Greek found where they talk about logos, which is you have a logical argument. You've got data and, and figures and things to support and facts. To this is backing. I'm mm. backing everything I say it with yep. actual truth. Facts, facts that can be proven yep. and he's he's had two plus two and this is how it gets to there yep so that's one argument mm-hmm. logos and then there's um ethos which is like um having credibility you know so I, i'm a professor so what i say has more weight than what you say because i've got the credi- mm-hmm. credibility here so this is where she's kind of i guess tainting her argument yeah. with, you know this professor come out and said so we've got to apply critical thinking mm-hmm. you're not applying critical thinking you're just parroting what this yeah. other guy said and you're masquerading it as as you know as credibility, ethos yeah and then the other one is uh, pathos which is you would have heard this one before you know we can't let kids grow up without um, a mother and a father you know we're, we're, we're causing damage to these poor children you, you know what i mean so it's, it's another one where it's bringing that emotion into so it. it's what's so pathos uh it's what's the explanation to that it's it's fear mongering, is it? Without yeah, any well, basic trying fact, to or what is it? Emotion, to emotion. So you okay? Opinion. So you're persuading them on just raw yeah. emotions? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like as as you as you listen to people's debates, you got to try and pick out well what's it grounded in. But I guess each one of those, I guess, ways of debating has its place in. A plenty of different areas though surely yeah oh like, absolutely it can be applied to anything i'm sure you persuaded someone today or you want oh, to share sure. your opinion you know and that but then it comes down to the old school if i say it louder than you oh uh, yeah, yeah i'm, I'm right, right. Yeah. yeah the squeakiest wheel gets the oil sort of sort yeah. of gear but i i think um so it's postal vote obviously as well so you'd you'd imagine all the how does that work do you know? No, I, I don't, and I'd like to know because I, am I just waiting for you? Got to be registered. You got to be enrolled to vote first. Yeah, so I yeah. know there's been a huge spike in younger people that weren't enrolled to vote now enrolling, which could be then uh, advantageous to one of the political parties because they're people that normally wouldn't vote. Now they're going to be able to vote in the next election. Yeah. Um. So you got to be enrolled to vote now. I I don't know, but I would imagine. If uh, that they'd just send something out to your address that you're enrolled to, and you have a basic, I would imagine yes, no, or you play hangman, and you've actually got to guess uh, the word for hangman. If you don't hang, it's yes. <laughs> if you get hung, it's no. I don't know. Um, and then you must post it back in. But I don't know. There's got to be something on Google, and I don't even know when this actual vote's taking place. But I would imagine it'd be heavily advertised on both sides. The pro and the people uh, the against, yeah, sort of the vote yes, vote no would start to advertise a whole heap on on sort of TV and social media and stuff like that. And it's weird to say like if there's an overwhelming vote in favour or against, you know, it still comes down to to Parliament. Yeah, if they're going to pass it, yeah, so that's what because it's costing. Is it one point one hundred million over one hundred one? Yeah, we go, can find I'll we can find those the, actual facts on there. It must be on the Australian Electoral Commission. You could, I reckon you could just use one Bing or Yahoo. <laughs> it just <laughs> one of them in. might blow up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, so. That's how I don't know the ins and outs, but it's obviously they're thinking the younger people are going to vote yes yeah. overwhelmingly. You would think because they're not so stuck in their ways, and I think there's a. Uh, I guess a, a more expansive way of thinking, and it's not so. You're not even 
you got you're free to have your own thoughts. You're not sort of driven by what my grandfather said and his grandfather said this and his grandfather before that said this and that's why that's what it is. It's like um, because you've got those um, preceding those ideologies. Yeah. It's like this is kind of and that's, separate to both of them. This is you know what I mean. It, it is what it is because that's it's what it is. Exclusive to these because yeah. none of them have ever held this. Yes. Yeah. So it's like these sort of the younger, uh, probably the first generation that have been able to outwardly think for themselves. Mm. So. Yeah, well, did, keen to see how it, how it plays out. Did you have anything on that? Did we find some yeah, factual ju- information? I've got the uh, website here. Okay, so according, well, so well, I just found a news website. So what what it's gonna what's gonna be sent out is it's a it's called a survey. Okay, so the because the whole plebiscite it's not a plebiscite. Yeah. Okay, so it's you're gonna receive a survey in the mail, which is optional. Um, to vote, yet. you don't have to take part do, in it. Yes. That's why it's not a plebiscite. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to vote. Is it a plebiscite? No. Okay. So, and then it's got a reply paid envelope. So you've obviously got to post it back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay. So, so it's re- got a it's got a prepaid return to sender envelope. Mm-hmm. That you go back to the post office, put it in, or you send a raven to Winterfell, <laughs> and they know the answer. Yeah. So you got to send it back by. Um, it says you know October 11. Voting, voters are strongly encouraged to post their forms back by October 27. So when are they um, getting posted out? October 27, which is. If I said the date correct today, which I'm sure none of you has fact-checked yet, uh, it was the 25th of August. <laughs> is they're, it? They're, they're sending it out from September 12th. Okay. So and, and then on this, there's going to be a barcode that just kind of, it's not used to identify you. It's just used in the counting process or something along those lines. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Well, what, what, we're still using mail. I, I'm just, uh, okay. why, are we, why aren't we using phones yet? I, I think that you can hack a phone too easily. I reckon that's why they don't use um, they the the technology to like for the imagine the Russians infiltrate an election as it is or have sway over an election <clears throat> as it is. Yeah. I think for, I read an article where they were into something for every election in every major uh, place in the world except for Oceania. Of Russia and I want to say another country does it too uh, that are sort of maybe it's America try to have political sway yeah. in every country bar Oceania the Oceania region well obviously of little importance at this stage yeah or so little in numbers but if they can influence the election as it is imagine it's all online that could be so readily hacked mm. I, I would imagine that's why it's not online it could be uh, the numbers could be falsified and then there'd be greater chance for them to go oh this is not true because it was obviously hacked i I think see like i reckon it should all right here's the thing you can internet bank right Mm -hmm. which means that you can use your phone to kind of um you know move your your cap you know what you own Mm -hmm. um and that's pretty um a sought after commodity your money Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so uh, like i'm like most of my money is tied up with some my nigerian islands i know my nigerian uncle that died so that's where i'm getting all my money from online i just gave him my my password they're gonna put it all in but you know what I mean? Like, we, okay, we've got the tech. It's funny because you got. It's like, almost like we're at this transition of technology mm. where, you know, it, this is called the digital um, era. industrial era, mm-hmm. you know, the digital era, era where we've come from, you know, the steam, we've come from technology, now it's in digital. It's like, okay, so are, is, are we still in this transition of being able to have faith in, in the technology? Yeah. Like, if this, okay, this is a. Not everyone has to vote. I mean, if. I almost feel like. 
Do you need to give it a go nationally? Do you and need say, to get it foolproof though, Far? Does it need to be foolproof before you can go there on such a big decision? Yeah. Do you do, Maybe you, you do something on how many people like Vegemite and don't like Vegemite. That's It can't be something so, oh, so serious as voting on a government or, on in this case, uh, to legalise same-sex marriage. Uh, I don't, but yeah. I think... I know what you're saying, like, but but here's the thing: is it possible to get it perfect? You can't get yes. it foolproof. No, no, well, I maybe think, I don't I know. I reckon it's an iterative process. So, so you yes, yeah, so maybe you never can get it because there's always going to be someone one step ahead. Of you. Is that what you're saying? Like, there's always going to be that person that's going to be one step ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, I, like, I reckon, give it a go. Mm-hmm. Give it a go, and you need to at least, you know, report back to the public. This was 100 percent hacked. This yeah. is why we need to do this, you know. Or like, Did is it? I know. Is do, it? Do do other countries in the world use not the same voting system for us, even at the poll booth? I'm pretty sure America like it's electronic, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm not the, sure. I, I, well, I, I'm sh- more sure than I'm not sure. So then take that to the take that to the bank. Sure enough, <laughs> <laughs> that you just use an iPad, yes or no, and then you play Snake and you walk out of there. Yeah, well, so what did you say? It's costing like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, hundred million dollars. Okay, stop. Let's invest five hundred grand. No, <laughs> let's invest fifty million dollars into this technology. Now that's that's here's the thing, right? I'm, I'm doing this course at the moment about design thinking, mm. and it's and it's all about coming up because I used to, I thought oh design. So what am I design? making choosing the right colors of a room <laughs> but it's not nothing about that it's like it's a way of designing solutions that are human centered right so solutions that are human centered so mm-hmm. the solution could be it, it could be a workflow it could be a policy it could be anything so it's applying this thinking to come up to solve problems essentially and what 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 I feel is like you know you talk about government you said it right there they've got it's got to be foolproof they've got to deliver on these you know crazy demands within these short time frames it's like it's almost like an organizational or no institutional like um kind of response that we need to be fast we need to be efficient which I agree but but in order to be more efficient what if you took a step back and said well let's let's focus on how can we design this even better i mean but you look l- at the government like the the census yeah, right but didn't that wasn't that an utter, utter fuck up a- absolutely it didn't work at all but i wonder how much thought went into this how much thought went into the technology how much thought went into the security yeah would not like heads rolled on that like that was that's a sham shambles that's an yeah. absolute shambles that was and so is that maybe that was your tester that's your census file. That maybe they were doing that as your tester, and then they go, "Oh, this this still needs. There's another fifteen years of friggin' work in this, and we need to get yeah. someone of the likes of Steve Jobs to sort you know something out." You yeah, because maybe maybe it's right. Maybe they are developing this at the moment, but it's still not ready. And that's what I like to think. That's what I want to think. So it'd be, but how about it'd be a lot easier? Like you don't even have to line up and you know. Just stay in line. You do it in your pajamas from home, and just yes or no, and yeah. send to move on. Well, yeah. there's like you, you get the guys that are 
doing Facebook, they could come up with something like that. Like, they're gun programmers. Oh, yeah. And there's that sweet, sweet capitalism again. You know oh, what I mean? Facebook make some cash off that. Elon Musk, someone yeah. can make some money out of this. Yeah, I feel like we need to go to outside and shine a big E in the sky and do, Elon Musk goes, <laughs> yes, I'll do it. Do, I, and I imagine if I know anything about the world, we now own that idea because we've put it out into the airwaves. It's our intellectual property. So, Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> we've given you this idea. It's like we're like a Kickstarter without giving you any kickstart money <laughs> but we're just, we, but we're just we, the kick we expect 10 percent on return yeah we kick you start <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah i don't know dude i f- i can see where you're coming from with that uh i guess wanting to make it sort of new digital new age but uh, there's so many I, I can see there's i can see a reason why it's not happening. Like that's the, I don't think, as good as the technology is, I don't think it's there, probably. It's almost, it just feels like innovation is so gluggy, you know. It just takes so much money to do a postal vote. It's a survey coming mm. out in your mail. So should, like, you should have, they should just, I don't know, when's the next election, but why don't, let's just take it to the next election and that's another ballot paper you tick off. Like, do you want, uh, do you want to vote, uh, Liberal or Labour or Greens or whoever the hell you want to, I might have said this before, yes, and then the next yeah. bit of paper is, this is my local senator for government whoever you want to do and then do you want to widen the m4 yes do you like mm. tolls no do you want gay marriage yes no like just yeah. do it all there and i'll put it all I'll shovel all that paper into that freaking little hole that's too small <laughs> for the fucking size yeah. of the ballot paper yeah. anyway make it even more of a challenge for me because i've worked it out now you fold <laughs> it really small and shove it in real hard <laughs> that's um yeah what, what, I was reading about this thing called um, uh, what, uh, disjointed incrementalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so it was like it's, it's talking about how you you come up with with like de- designing. Like the example okay, yeah. is like okay, we we need a new road. We need a new highway. It's going to go from uh, Penrith and it's going to go into um, you know Parramatta. It's, all right, we'll design this. We'll build this. Beautiful. Oh, no. Guess what? We've got all this extra traffic coming to the Parramatta. We've got to come up with another road. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll create this other road that's going to, bu- you know, can bypass Parramatta and go to, you know, James Roos Drive or something like that. And what it is, it's like not having, it's just short sighted. Is it ad hoc, ad hoc design? You just let's put this here and oh shit, now we've got to add this and oh shit, now this little hole looks like crap, but we've, we've just got roads going everywhere. Yes, yeah. So, th- so they're talking about this, um, how it happens with policy. So, you know, instead of, instead of st- taking a step back and thinking exactly what I'm talking about, you know, with the design in the way of voting is like, why haven't we thought about the extra traffic that's going to be flowing into this? Why haven't we taken it into account, you know, the the the, the growing population and, and the um, building boom that's happening here? And instead of taking a big step back, it's like all these – and it, it applies to policy. You know, we've, we've come up with this law. People aren't happy. Well, we'll have to change this law. And that's – you've got these amendments that keep that. You can do that in every stage of business, life, everything. If you – take a step back and you work in the now you're going to improve the like you can improve growth in the future if you're talking business or personal life like but if you don't and you never have that time no one has that time to step back and stop because you've got to nearly stop stuff at a dead halt just about yeah to come up with the right things but if you don't work in the like present right now or like whatever and you're achieving at what you've got right now you're never going to achieve growth further down the line. Yeah, it's so. It's does like, that make sense? So, so you're saying um, 
Did, but do you need a balance? Yeah, yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got to have a balance, but you got to stop. So, like you said, just let's take a step back. Yeah. So we got time. We're not just working, sort of at whatever's in front of us right now. Like going, okay, that's there. So I'll work on that. This is yelling louder here. So I'll do this. I'll do this. We'll yeah. build a road here. Oh shit! Now there's traffic there. Yeah. Let's step back and look at the bigger picture, and but get whatever you're doing right now right. Yeah. And then that will allow flow on to improve or grow mm. sort of further down the track. And you all have stepped back and sort of said, well, if we do this, this is going to be the knock-on effect to here. So mm. what we need to do is come back a bit further and do this so that doesn't affect that. Yeah, It's all all, all sorted at the first stage of planning, mm. not it's planning on the run. Yeah. And that's uh, – uh, that's um, we talk about design. It's like um, we traditionally – like we leave these decisions – um, to, you know, a certain hierarchical structure. You know, these people are the ones who are up here because they can make those decisions. But but what if it was, let's take a step back and let's really understand um, Geordie's thoughts on, on you know, building or designing this this um, way of voting or, you know, I've got zero ideas right now for <laughs> examples. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's mm. like, let's take a step back and really understand, talk to Geordie because by talking to him, we're probably going to get even better ideas. It's um, we're, we're going to have be able to think a bit more outside of the box. So it's um, it, it, there's this thing that's called um, it's called the fixation effect, right? So if we needed to solve a problem, and the problem um could be um, the fact that uh, you know that when the sun comes down, you know there's an issue with the shade cast from the house that's killing the grass or whatever it yeah, may yeah, be. Yep. So if we you left that to one person, they can only deal. They only know what, what they, they know. know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's one of my greatest uh, sayings that I've ever been told by someone. You don't know what you don't know. Yes. You don't know what you don't know because you only know what you know. Yeah. It's getting very philosophical. Yeah, yeah. But, but because you can only deal in those realms. So this is this is where you're only fixated on that. You can only deal with But then if you, you get second, second and third person in there, they, they're seeing something from a different logic or a different point of view or... Oh, I could. This is the actual idea to fix where your where your thinking stops. Mm-hmm. My my thought to continue yeah. past there is this. Yes. Yeah. So you get more. The more. What is it? Uh, like maybe that's not always a worst analogy. Too many cooks, not enough uh, Indians. Or- <laughs> does a pope- too many dipshits, not enough Indians. <laughs> does a pope shit in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's the thing, right? So it's like I reckon that's the art of conversation. Like, if you were just speaking by yourself, you could only speak about what you know. Mm. But the fact that you, you, when there's times where you listen, I'm giving you more stimulus that are giving you more ideas yeah, to think okay, about yeah. something else. So yeah, that's yeah. the whole the beauty of working, working in teams. So you move from knowledge, what you know, to when you start talking about something new or you see something or, you know, something kind of ticks something in your mind, you move to a new concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, I find it interesting. And, and then, like, you, you start applying that to, all right, well, what are the, the biggest solutions that have impacted people today? And when these solutions were, uh, I guess, uh, constructed, was it done by, um, you know, that hierarchical team? Was it consulted with other people who it would be affecting? 
and you know what I mean? And by having those conversations, it's, you start to really understand this actually isn't even the problem. It's not the it's not the 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 shade that's being cast by the house. The house scenario. is too tall. Yeah, <laughs> we we need to move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be the grass. It could be whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it may be. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how people people say they're not creative. We're all creative. You just you need to be, tap in, be able to tap into it. So you need the right conduit to be able to tap into that. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. I, I do. I'm a true believer in uh, in that. That if you uh, surround yourself with some of those people that are opening that part of your or allowing you to open that part of your mind, you're going to be creative. Yeah, you know you. You know, you mightn't be the starting the start of the engine, but once the engine's running a bit, yeah. you know, you're gonna have come some good ideas. Yeah, like, how many people have a goal, something they'd love to do, but they don't do it because they don't think they're creative? Well, I want to do that, or oh, someone else has done that. You know, it's 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 a few things of the of like the mindset. It's mm. like you know, oh, I, I don't think I could do that. Or, I'm, I'm not creative. I can't come up with a solution to do that. I'm not creative. Yeah, you are. You just need to start talking to other people because then that will keep you know your ideas flowing, and then it'll build upon your original idea to think this isn't my market. It's over here. Yeah, I get it now. Have you, know? you watched that show Utopia on the ABC? No. So uh, it's like it's it's uh, one of the working dog uh, guys, like the same guys that did you know like the panel and. Um, you know, have you been paying attention? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yep. thank God you're here, yeah, yeah. all those sort of shows. So is, it, so is that like a production company? Yeah, it is. Working Dogs, a production company. It's like Rob Sitch, um, like Santo Chilaro, and a few other. Uh, there's heaps more that are involved in it uh, that I can't even think of off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, they do this show on ABC, and it's based, based around the government. So it's like they're called the NBA, the National... Whatever the national business of what well, it stands for, actually for those letters actually stand for something. But it's the NBA, and it's whatever that they're the they're doing all the government's coming up with all these ideas that are like cool, and they've got to actually there's a big team that actually make those ideas sort of work, and it's all the road stops the government puts in front of them to oh no we just want to do do this and. This is a, this is what's cool now in the media. Make this happen, but uh, this idea is not going to work. Yeah. So that's that team. So that's where all the thinking from the government comes in. This show's true. It's ah. very funny. It's yeah, a, it's a good good one to watch. That 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 would be the sickest job. <laughs> what <laughs> just coming up with show ideas and show going, ideas. So that but imagine filming. how many. That's what I, I watched this. Um, <clears throat> been watching. Um, I think we might have mentioned him before on the podcast. Uh, Jason Dundas. He's doing, he does this thing, um, I think it's Dundas Daily, so he posts a little, it's like a vlog, I guess, vlog channel, but it's a live, sort of on, runs it on Facebook, like it's a live feed on Facebook that... How popular is that these days? Yeah, so, so he has, lists, like, he does it the same hour every day, so it's 10 o'clock in Sydney and 5 o'clock in LA when he, sh- that, that's at so the same time, like that's the time in both of them so people come up and ask questions and he'll he's got his regular listeners hey cindy how you doing like welcome back uh Mm -hmm. sort of f from the riff how you going and then people might drop him some questions he might do a q a or might just want to chat on a topic but he's um 
talking about creating like content like that and putting out sizzle sizzle reels and sort of stuff. What's a sizzle reel? Like sizzle reel is like a sizzle for a show. Like it's ah, a little short yeah, like a sort sizzling. Of, yeah, so yeah. you've got an idea. So one of the best ones that I uh, sort of I've read recently was. This, is it a show about nothing? It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy that. Um, he used to run sort of bars and he had the biggest like bar convention in Vegas. Like it was where all the, I guess, bar and clubs and stuff, it was a convention for it. Yeah. And then he had an idea for a show. So he pitched it to some dude he knew in an agency and the guy goes, uh, mate, one, you're not made for TV and two, nah, not going to work. And he went, well, I'm going to make this work. All right. So this, this dude, he's on that. It's called Bar Rescue. To show, so he went and oh, this sounds familiar. Yeah, he yeah. went. He went and did like a sizzle reel on his phone, like a three minute sizzle reel. Sent it out to f- four production companies. Yeah, four production companies come back one to buy it. He went with one that was wasn't the best offer, but sort of had the most sort of. I guess he liked who was involved in. I think it was a guy that was involved in the Biggest Loser as a producer and stuff, so yeah. he could see some things. And then it got picked up by a major network, and it was on air within the first sort mm-hmm. of year. Mm-hmm. Sort of, but that's how he sort of that's he pitched. That's and then now he's got a company that basically pitches yeah. content ideas. So that's that thing I was talking about. So this is a rule. It's called prototyping. So he's got the idea. It doesn't need to be perfect, right? Like he, he's done no, it. You, in his so phone. I, I guess people that are seeing that sizzle reel are going to be people that have a vision, yeah. really, so they can see through the shitty yeah. sort of thing. And you go, imagine that was an actual good-looking sort of presenter that people are going to want to see and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's not, not supposed to, You can spend a bit of money, and I guess the more money you spend on your sizzle reel would be, um, I guess, probably make it more palatable. First time you watch it. But, yeah, yeah, you don't have to spend money on it. And so on that Dundas Daily, he talks about that sort of stuff and creating sort of shows and ideas. And when you got it, just fucking run with it, yeah. do it straight away and sort of stuff. Because like, I like that idea of, like, sometimes – and I reckon everyone out there has been at the pub with their friends. Oh, and gone, big time. Oh, yeah, gone, I got this, how's this? Oh, that's the best idea ever. A lot of them are dog shit in the light <laughs> of day and when you're, you're sober. But there's some of them that are fucking winners. But do you reckon you're more creative in that in that context? Yeah, it's like yeah. – all inhibitions are down. You're just shooting the and shit. And that's what it fun. is, isn't it? Inhibitions are down. So you yeah. just go, ba 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 ba. Yeah. This million dollar idea. This is my million dollar idea. This is my show. Imagine there was a show on midget, <laughs> midget shark hunters. Yeah, that was a crap idea. The next day when you wake up, but then, but then when someone else said, "I've got this idea on sort of a show where we go and sort of rescue a bar," that's the good idea. Yeah, but, but that's that creative confidence. How do you be creative? Well, you need people. But what if you had a couple of beers? Jeez, that's a that's that's amazing. <laughs> that, but. Uh, do you reckon that's how, like, uh, the South Park guys, when they write the show, they get just baked as <laughs> then to write their episodes? Yeah. Like, if that's, you have a bit of, like, social lubricant and their ideas flow a bit more freely, they just get baked. But, but what a state to be in. Think about it. Go back, like, if you have a, you might have a couple of beers and, and there's, a, it's like this sweet spot of the flame. It's like, you're <laughs> past you the blue, stupid. but you're not out there. It's like, oh, there's this nice little sweet spot. Imagine, and that confidence you have, that creative confidence. Imagine if you could have that, you don't want to be tipsy or anything, but that state of oh, when you actually pitch and stuff, yeah. But, but but just to have that, you know, that's oh, all the time, all the time to oh, have yeah, that creative yeah. confidence. To I not, like to, to I'll not be tipsy all the time. That'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but even like you think that coupled with um, 
like a self-efficacy. You know, like the, your, your belief in yourself, you can yeah. actually do this shit. Do you imagine if people had more of that, those two ingredients, creative confidence, self-efficacy, how many times, how many people will go, what I'm doing now is crap. I'm going to do something completely yeah. different I, starting Monday. I reckon that's where you'll find all those entrepreneurial people probably have, a, that's the state that they're in. And constantly that's a flux there in all the time because it's that that's what separates someone with a bunch of good ideas to someone that's got a bunch of good ideas and does something with it. Yeah. You know? And, and it's ha- like a muscle, do you reckon? Like you go, yeah, you yeah, keep working 100%. It? Like, you know, when you go for a new job, I don't know if you've ever been going, for, like, ever been out of work or or even just going for promotions and going to interviews. Yeah. Your first interview, you are fucking terrible at. Yeah. By the end of it, you are gun at interviewing. If yeah. there was an actual job for going to interviews, you'd get that job for <laughs> sure because you become fucking good at it because it's a muscle. You're working that. Yeah. You're working. It's a show. I'm in this show. I'm, I come in, boom, boom. I got that question. I've freaking got an answer for you, sir. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now that's um, yeah. So there are muscles. There are many muscles. <laughs> yeah, that dude. But yeah, that's that's definitely. I like that idea of that. It would be a good job. They're just pitching ideas. Just imagine you sit around. And this is their. They sit around their sort of table, like on even sort of show writers for ideas that you know pitching. How about this? How funny would that be? Half the conversation if you're trying to, especially if you're trying to pitch comedic ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Some belter time sitting around that table, just oh, just pissing yourself. That's why we, we got, definitely got to do a podcast at those. I, I want to capture one of those sessions, those pub sessions. Please. Like they're so, they're so, there's other magic, and, ha- and the magic's there for about a solid forty five yeah, minutes. So, what do you, do you have it so everything's <laughs> off mic, so you don't have the pressure of being on mic, but you hear the mic in the background? Well, do you, do you, do you, or do you, is everyone just mic lapel lapel mic'd up, and you just wait till they forget about it? That's a great idea. That's a, Let's do that. Well, there you go, guys. We're going to do one of those podcasts. Sorry, Elon <laughs> Musk. This is our idea. <laughs> we'll probably do one in the next couple of weeks. I got we got some. I got some sick ideas actually that we're going to start pushing out uh, for these podcasts as well. Because I want to do something different, some cool different ones too. But yeah, so welcome to our <laughs> our planning meeting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> for what have, what are you what else have we got on at this weekend? What are you doing for? Where, oh, we're going out for a long lunch tomorrow, so there's a good time to do that. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, so what are we doing? We're doing lunch, but yeah, we've got to do a couple of hours in the morning study. It's um, it, that's one thing I've noticed. Like the last couple of weeks, dude. Like I, I haven't been disciplined at all. Like you hear me spitting, spitting, trying to spit truth. But uh, like one thing is like it's one thing to say it, but it's one thing to live it. And it's like yeah, the last couple of, couple of weeks, I feel like I've been kind of uh, losing track of the where I'm trying to get get to. Yeah, yeah. And you get I get been so just so that, busy. So that's what the hell. Yeah. But that's what, what they the say. Hell, man? They say the best way to do that, and I watched that off. Um, I watched that. I listened to that off po- actual podcast you sent me today, and I, and I know um, Dave Dave Vella when he was on the show. Sort of, I think he might have. This might be the same guy that he quoted. So he said, instead of setting John in, Gordon, yeah. So yeah. So instead of setting your goals, yes, John Gordon. Instead of setting your goals, tear those. Not tear those goals up, but I think he used the. <laughs> he used the analogy of I think he was working with a and if you've listened to David's podcast, go back and listen to that because he'll explain it better than me. But write your goals down, and then he sort of said he was with the Atlanta Falcons, a football team. Then he goes, "Okay, everyone, rip it up." And what the fuck? Yeah. And he goes, "Now 
what did you all have on that? Let's win the Super Bowl. He goes, how many other people that you're competing against have that down? Exact same now, goal. Now, instead of that, write down how you're gonna you're how you're gonna achieve sort of that goal. So whether it's working on your nutrition or so how you're gonna better yourself yeah. to get to yourself to that performance. So yeah. that's even in with sort of day to day life stuff. Like you got your end goal here. How am I gonna do that? That does that little and breaking it up into little goals help you stay on the right track. Yeah. Well that's chunking, isn't it? That's um yeah, well, that's what <laughs> that's where I feel is like uh, the commitment, like, and it's mainly my commitment to health and going to the gym and being consistent with that, mm-hmm. because I feel like that flows through into every part of my life, you know. And does that then give you? You know what I mean? There you go. Twit, twit <laughs> that. <laughs> does that then roll into um, like the different parts of your life? Like, so say you've got that on check, right? Are you then? Are you then not feel as guilty if you go and have a a nice meal with a couple too many glasses of wine and stuff like that? Yeah, as long as you get back on track. Or I think it's just the energy you have. Mm. I've been talking to Kel, our good pal Kel. Kel, you listening? Hello, big fella. I'm giving you an air high five right now. <laughs> but Kel's like he's in this massive fitness um, uh, mode at the moment, mm. and it sounds amazing. It's like <laughs> I like hearing about it. I would like to get into that thing too. Yeah, I get, I t- and I and I and I'll tell you how to do it. You set yourself a little goal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, John. <laughs> yes, no. You, you you set yourself something like, uh, wait, I got to go to Fiji and get in my frigging bikini body ready. So I'm oh. gonna, you know, I'm gonna work towards that in a small chunk. Then come back, and then you've got to book yourself another holiday if that's what does it for you. Or you got to have an event. You got to get a mate getting married that you're gonna be standing up the front of as a groomsman. So yeah. you don't want to be popping out your suit. Yeah, that's we, how you get your fitness goals. We sorted. just all need to be groomsmen every three months, and we're f- <laughs> we're fine. And you roll one into the next. <laughs> That's how those things sort of work. Have you seen there's this video? Oh, geez, it's amazing. Amazing. And it's of this um he's a Navy SEAL um and he's addressing like a um like a university um graduating class. Have you seen that? No. It's online. It's like doing it's amazing. What's that? Uh, is that the, the leaving speech or whatever it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. And it's always that. Like, how do you change the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen Jim Carrey and Keanu Reeves and a few people do those things. Dude, people who do those those talks are special. There's something amazing about that. Do you think Actors. about the influence? Well, it could be acting, but if it's acting, you call it acting, then acting's that's, that's art, obviously. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know? But this guy's talking about he... Um, he talks about every day, make your bed. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's I saw that. He goes, because that's your first achievement, your little first achievement, mate. Yes. And if you do that, you feel good. If you don't, you and come. It builds. It builds, so you've got through your first one. I saw that because I saw someone I know that has young, like a young boy that's probably just. Uh, going into high school, so 13, so he showed him this video, and, and it was, I think it was like, see, make your fucking bed. Yeah. <laughs> see, Tristan? Yeah, I told you! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's how I saw that video, and he, and then I sort of said, and if you come home, at least you're only coming home to an unmade bed, yeah. or something like that, and you can make it tomorrow. And it's like... It, like that's I, I've, Do you know what? After I listened to that, this the next morning I go to Jessica, yeah, you didn't make the bed. <laughs> You didn't make the bed, therefore I can't exceed. But like, you even listen to the way that that guy was, um, you know, delivering his message. You go back to that rhetoric we're talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. is it? You know, it's logical what he's saying. It makes logical sense. sense, Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
um, oh, yeah, shit, I did it again. There you go. Mm-hmm. But but it, but it's it's tainted with that, which is great because it can also be used to produce great results. Um, you know, there's an emotion that you, you you're imagining that because everyone can identify with. You know, when you're on a roll, you know, you have those days or those weeks or the, that month or whatever where you're just smoking yeah, yeah. hot, you spun raccoons, on, yeah. <laughs> but you know but everyone identifies with that it's like I want to hear that I want to fill my yeah. ears with that every day you know and I, I, rather than go on Facebook rather than go and watch videos about the solar eclipse about, <laughs> and see that 20,000 people were dissatisfied with the most amazing thing that you probably see from this species shit hole compared to the rest of the universe flowing through eternity it's like <laughs> That's so. Uh, that's what you should be doing. Get out doing that stuff. I I like the idea of that. I like the idea of uh, doing setting those. That's that. I remember I, when I listened to that. I went, you know what? That is right. Yeah. Because you know, you get up like you say. You get up those days and you've got your clothes already ironed to go to work, and you put them on. You dress for the job you want, not the job you have, and you're feeling a bit better. And you boom, and you're bouncing down the street, and I think it's <laughs> sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh. Uh, it's and what is it? What the hell is that? It's, it's, it's that energy. It's like go to the gym because you'll have that energy at night to on your shirt. But it also, re- <laughs> yeah, going to the gym and stuff releases um, sweet, sweet endorphins, endorphins that obviously make you feel better as well. So that's making you get through stuff. You're in a better mood. Mm. You're doing stuff a lot better. And then I guess what's the flip side? You're drinking alcohol, going home and having some alcohol, and that's a depressant. So yeah. Is that the opposite to endorphins? Well, yeah. Although you get to that sweet spot of having a few wines, and then the endorphins yeah, are now out. We're talking, and that's why you go to the pub, everyone. <laughs> and so that's if you want to be healthy, drink before you train. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Also, um, while while we're on this uh, like uh, life <laughs> life enlightenment um, passage, it's um, do you think it's also part of of this is um, playing safe and protecting your interests? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like even right now, like with our podcast, like I like I don't pr- reveal my name. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't reveal my face on videos and things like that. Yeah, unless you got the Groucho Marx <laughs> well, <laughs> glasses and moustache. Well, I want to be the faceless lady like a Macy <laughs> William Wood. <laughs> <laughs> what, like uh, Sia? <laughs> that, that's a great idea for those primary clips we're talking about. Yes. But you know what I mean? It's it's almost it's like a balance of that. I feel like uh, I, that's what I hate. Like with with the social media, I'm sick of protecting myself and always worrying about. Um, you know, mm, so what are you worried about on social media? If you're protecting yourself, is it just what what? Because once you put content out there, it's out there. Well, it's that whole bloody digital footprint, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. And, and I think like everyone's got to be kind of mindful of that. I was talking to my brother. Who um you know hires people to you know work in mm-hmm. his, his business his industry, and that's um, the first thing he does is jumps on Facebook and mm-hmm. you know hearing hearing you know the way people don't protect themselves, the, the way people don't um I, I guess leave themselves exposed for for that I guess criticism for that kind of judgment to be made you know and it's so easy to kind of form a judgment but you see a photo of, of someone online mm-hmm. who might be you know might have a beer in their hand and you know doing the devil horns at, at a concert and go oh this guy's an absolute he's he's a maverick renegade <laughs> <laughs> don't hire him you know what I mean it's yeah, like I know, a, I, get, I know what you're saying with that but I think 
to an extent you can you control without um, over policing yourself with social media like in general like if you're gonna you can control what you do that you know isn't so bad to go up there does that yeah. make sense yeah like, you gotta yeah, be yeah, risk adverse yeah you risk gotta- adverse correct but everyone can get caught in that off sort of uh you know un unaware moment where you might there might be something that's not up there but the stuff you're putting out there is mm. surely you've got control over what what you're putting out there that isn't something that's against your the fabric of who you are as a person that yeah. you're going to be too worried about if it comes back and bites you. This is not talking about anyone in particular. Who, but what, we what put was stuff the girl's name who... Um, Justine. Justine. So, yeah, that's, so that's a great great example of and, it. And let's be... Like, what, what she put out there was pretty heavy and not, not people... Not many people have interpreted that in the, in in the, a, the way was it was supposed to, to be, yeah, which was a joking thing. So that was... Uh, that uh, just for some background on that, just quickly because we've touched on it in episode two of yep. the show, but it's from uh, I guess I think it's a book called "Say so You've Been Publicly Shamed" uh, that you can read. But it's a girl, Justine, who tweeted out something before she jumped on a plane. By the time she got off the plane, um, basically it was a backlash. Mm. She'd lost her job and she'd been ridiculed across social media and everything. I think yeah. the tweet was, uh, not to go into it like I said too much, but the tweet was that she's pretty funny, wrote a couple of funny tweets before this tweet as well, but it was like, next stop, Africa, where she lives from, hope I don't get AIDS, Yeah, joke, I'm white, yeah. sort of thing, which is you know intended as a joke, but yeah, she got hammered for her and her life was sort of flipped upside down. But was it really intended as a joke yeah. or was it just really poor grammar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, th- <laughs> I was. I think if you read the previous tweets before that, I think you find. Um, but, you, but what's driving that? It's that twenty thousand people who aren't happy with the solar eclipse. No, yeah, that's no. It's one person. It takes one person to jump on and go. I'm offended. Why are you offended? I don't know, but I'm offended because I think someone else might be offended. So I'm going to be offended first. Mm. So I'm the loudest person at being offended. Mm. So then you jump on and you get a tidal wave of people that want to jump on a soapbox. And there's obviously, Mm. you can tell that. So it's like if you're before people, when you get offended, like, do you need to think, is it, it, is it offended because this person's not credible to say Mm -hmm. that? Am I offended because there's no logic or am I offended because there's a lack of emotion or or sensibility, you know, sensitivity. There's a critical thinking that you can start using. So I just think some people are just dickheads, but if if you say that as. as, The apple doesn't fall far from the dickhead tree. (laughs) Yeah. If if a comedian said that, it'd be taken as a comical sort of thing. So I don't know with your with your personal with your footprint you're putting out there you probably do have to be sort of protective to some extent like you say your brother goes on and checks and I did that when we just hired and some new admin people I just yeah. well, I didn't do it I just said to Jess who was doing all the interviewing for our company like jump on and sort of uh, to just do some checks on them to see if they're going to fit in more as sort of like. Not as, more as people yeah. than sort of, sort yeah. of what, how they're going to come across in the interview because anyone can bullshit their way through interview questions. But but how much is that in industry? An industry of protecting your digital presentation, so the, the way you're projected do you reckon, digitally. Is there there should be there if there's not already some software that's called like face face swipe or something? Yeah, face fake. You can take your every every 
Think that exists on you off digital media. Yeah, yeah. Or you can op- you can open the GK file and see every article. I'll keep that one where they mentioned that I made the under thirteens uh, <laughs> national track side, <laughs> and I'll take off that one where I, where uh, you know I got arrested for uh, kite surfing on top of an aeroplane because <laughs> that's what it could look. You know, like I'll get rid of that one. So there's there's heaps of stuff. Um, next week we have in Jay Smith from Ta- Oh yes, of from course. Jay Smith Tattoo. That episode will be rated R plus <laughs> potentially. Speaking of hiding your digital footprint, <laughs> yeah. we need to get this business up and running. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so he's in and he's from Ocean Ink Tattoo. He's a tattoo artist and a all around good dude. So he'll be that'll be Looking cool forward chat. To talking have to some other chat. Then we have uh, some uh, some cool we're gonna put out something cool um, episode I think it'll be twenty two or twenty three. We're gonna put out something different and uh, it'll be simply titled Home Alone. So just when you see that one, <laughs> click on it, listen to it. It's gonna be potentially shit. <laughs> So or potentially Elon Musk amazing. <laughs> so suffer with us if it is. Enjoy All it's it not. Either way. Dudes, thanks for listening. We are out. Peace. Thank you.